0: Written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is part of a series we call Stories of the New Testament, an appendage to a series of books written under the banner in defense of Christianity. Podcast 178 examines Matthew chapter 22, 1 through 14, part 1. The Wedding Guest.
1: Last week, we talked of the wedding guest as found in Matthew 22, 1 through 10. This week, I should like to continue the theme, for it is such an important one in the teachings of Christ. Remember that the parable began with,
0: The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son.
1: Christ often speaks of the kingdom of heaven. In John 14, Christ taught,
0: in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so i would have told you i go to prepare a place for you and if i go and prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you unto myself that where i am there ye may be also
1: we learn from the above that his father's house is vast, and mansions cover an incomprehensible real estate I suppose we could get some idea if we simply looked up at our own Milky Way. We also learn that there is a separation. Above, Christ is focusing on where he will live, and he promises to prepare mansions for those who follow him in the same kingdom where he dwells. Paul expands the theme of many mansions in 1 Corinthians 15, showing three distinct divisions using light and glory as the dividing factor.
0: There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars, for one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption it is raised in incorruption, it is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory, it is sown in weakness, it is raised in power, it is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body.
1: Clearly, Christ will live in the celestial glory, or the glory compared to the brightness of the sun. In 2 Corinthians 12, Paul speaks of being caught up in the third heaven.
0: I knew a man in Christ about fourteen years ago, whether in the body I cannot tell, or whether out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third heaven. And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I cannot tell. God knoweth. How that he was caught up into paradise, and heard unspeakable words which it is not lawful for a man to utter.
1: We can only assume that the third heaven, or highest, compared to the glory of the sun, is referring to the celestial kingdom, also spoken of by Paul. The second heaven, or kingdom of heaven, compared to the glory of the moon. Paul calls it the terrestrial kingdom. The first or lowest kingdom, which Paul does not name, is compared to the glory of the stars. It appears that the kingdoms compared to the glory of the stars are seemingly infinite. In number for one star differeth from another star in glory, so also is the resurrection of the dead. If we closely examine the scriptures relating to the wedding guests, we find a natural correlation to the three kingdoms spoken of by Paul. They define who enters each kingdom. Using Paul's language, let's define group one as those who inherit the kingdoms relating to the glory of the stars. Group 2 as those who inherit the kingdom relating to the glory of the moon, called the terrestrial kingdom. And Group 3 as those who inherit the glory of the sun, called the celestial kingdom. Let's first examine Group 3, those who inherit mansions compared to the glory of the sun, or those who inherit the celestial kingdom. Clearly, it is those who join the Savior in the wedding feast. First of all, however, Note that everyone is invited to the wedding feast. In Revelation 22, we read,
0: And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely.
1: God is no respecter of persons. We choose which kingdom we wish to inherit. Each of the three kingdoms are governed by a complete set of laws, and in order to inherit any kingdom, we must obey the laws of that kingdom. The Bible teaches us how to inherit the celestial kingdom so that we can live with Christ. In Revelation 19, we read, And I heard
0: as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints, and he saith unto me, Write. Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God.
1: Those who inherit the celestial kingdom are the righteous. In other words, they obeyed the commandments of God. As John said, And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints in his letter to the seven churches in revelation one and two john defines the glory of those who endure to the end and inherit the celestial glory
0: to him that overcometh and keepeth my words unto the end will i give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of god shall not be hurt of the second death give to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth saving he that receiveth it. Give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father, and I will give him the morning star. Retain his name in the book of life, reach godhood, and be with Jesus as he is with the Father. Shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. Grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in his throne.
1: Actually, a great deal is said about the celestial kingdom. The first three chapters of Revelation speak of the celestial kingdom as seen in the letters to the seven churches in Revelation 2 and 3 quoted above. In addition, in chapter 1 of Revelation, we are given a description of Christ after his resurrection.
0: And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, To him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so.
1: Amen. Notice the language of royalty. Prince of the kings of the earth. Who are those kings? And we should add queens. They are those who are washed from their sins in the blood of Christ. They are made kings and priests, which implies queens and priestesses. They shall have glory and dominion forever and ever. Notice the description of the Lord after his resurrection, also given in Revelation 1. It matches the description of all those who live in the celestial kingdom.
0: And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the midst of the seven candlesticks one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and gird about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in a furnace and his voice is the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen, and have the keys of hell and of death.
1: Notice that his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. It is no accident that the last three chapters of Revelation are in parallel relationship with the first three chapters, for it is typical of Hebrew poetry. Again, John returns to his favorite theme, the kingdom of heaven,
0: But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years.
1: All those who inherit the celestial kingdom with Christ will come forth in the first resurrection and they will sit upon thrones. That means there are at least two periods of resurrection, the first for the righteous and the second for the unrighteous. Remember the promises in the letters to the seven churches, Grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and I am set down with my father in his throne. In Romans 8, Paul teaches, The
0: Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together.
1: What does Paul mean that we are the children of God, that we are heirs of God, that we are joint heirs with Christ, and that we may also be glorified together? It can only mean what Paul said it means there is one glory of the Son and that is the celestial kingdom. And all those who inherit the celestial glory with Christ will shine like the sun. That means through the grace of Christ, they shall become like Christ. And as John added, they live and reign with Christ a thousand years. We look to Revelation 20 for one of the most vivid images of the celestial kingdom.
0: And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son.
1: Again, we have the promise, inherit all things, John adds.
0: And I saw no temple therein. For the Lord God Almighty and His Lamb are the temple of it, and the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof.
1: John continues,
0: And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it.
1: Who are those kings and queens who bring their glory and honor into it? It certainly isn't those tyrants who exercised unrighteous power over man. Earthly kings and queens have no power over the kingdom of God. It refers only to those righteous dressed in white who, like the resurrected Savior, shine like the sun. A lesser light could not bring glory to a kingdom that shines brighter than the sun. The moon does not bring glory to the light of the sun, and the stars do not bring glory to the light of the moon. As John adds,
0: And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life.
1: In Revelation 22, John adds further information about the celestial kingdom.
0: And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations." And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it. And his servants shall serve him, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever.
1: John establishes the criteria for inheriting the celestial kingdom.
0: He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, and he that is filthy, let him be filthy still, and he that is righteous, let him be righteous still, and he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city, for without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie.
1: Everyone is invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb, but only those who qualify are allowed into the feast.
0: And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely.